We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 202. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And I forgot to change the 201 to 202 on the outline. Oh, <laughs> it is 202. Yeah. 202 and two. And, and two. Yeah. <laughs> Point five. Point. Yeah. I, it was so funny because I'm glad I remembered that because I looked at it and when I make the outline, I always change everything, but I always forget something. And it's like, uh, it says 201. It's not 201. One, it's two or two. So two hundred and two. Yay. Yay. Wait, where's my kids? There we go. <laughs> you don't have any kids. No, that's true. I'll do that. Anyway, this is the nice weekend warm-up. We've actually got a lot to talk about today. Is it gonna get warm this weekend? It's gonna be nice this weekend. Because we're gonna go to Oklahoma. Yeah, go to the pool. Well, mm-hmm. I don't want to go to the pool. No. Yeah. I think it'd be a little chilly for the pool, but like for my kids to get to play outside. Oh, yeah. We're talking 50s and 60s. Awesome. Because we were going to go last weekend, but it's cold and they weren't going to get to go outside. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we're kind of in that pattern. And, you know, if you look at the past month and a half, really, we've had these little cold snaps and we've warmed back up into the 50s and 60s. And that's what I was saying at the beginning of meteorological winter. It's like if we're in a La Nina year, which we are. That's going to, you know, tank, but we're going to warm right back up. And that's exactly what we've been, we've been doing. It's this thermal roller coaster. Um, but, okay, I have a question. We are recording this. An yeah, we're recording this on Thursday, January 27th. Um, we had a little batch of snow move through, but it mm. was, you Can know. You really call it that. Well, it, it depends on where you're at, It was though. a flurry or two. Yeah, but didn't Springfield? Springfield actually had a nice dusting, didn't they? They had a, a, some accidents. I saw on the news this I was morning. Kind of surprised. Yeah. So I went out about eight this morning. Okay. And the car tops were all dusted with a white. They weren't covered, but they were no, all just like dusted a nice little with white. Dusty thing. Yeah. And the sidewalk was dusted just enough that it would have been slightly slick, like. My daughter had to walk instead of run to the bus because it was just slightly slick. Just bizarre. But that was it. That's all we got. Yeah, and Springfield. I mean, and we and Springfield even said it. Even the uh, TV stations were saying it, and we said it because we disseminate what the National Weather Service says. It's flurries, not really. But you expecting. got nothing over here on this side of town. I got up this morning about seven forty-five, and I looked outside. There was no now, dust. What time did it actually come? Because oh, it's overnight. Because it was actually still flurrying, I mean, like, ever so lightly. You could barely see them. But because they were touching, they were falling on my nose and my hair. Uh, But what time? At 8. Oh, at 8? I mean, it was like there was a couple little flurries that fell, and then it was over. 
I, but there was more than that last night because you guys got like a dust out there. I just thought it was just finishing. I thought like I was outside during the tail end of it or something. How weird! And it was below freezing, so it was anything cold. that was yeah. But like I don't, I didn't look at the temperature. I forgot. I usually look at the temperature when I take her out to the bus, and I forgot this morning. But it was so cold, I couldn't stand there and wait for the bus to leave. Yeah, it takes forever. I waited till she got on the bus, and then I was like, "Yeah, I'm out of here. I'm done." <laughs> well, didn't National Weather Service post a picture of, of some nice? I mean, may, maybe a half inch. I mean, they had some stuff up there. I didn't see that. Really? Yeah, uh, on their on their site, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Well, you know, we got some, you know, be, there's some slick spots out there." Which obviously, I mean, you don't have to be a moron to understand. In winter, if it's going to snow a little bit, you're always going to have that possibility that it might be slick out there, you know. And I think some people wait for you know a winter weather advisory or something like that. It's like, no, you, use your noggin. <laughs> I my thing is, if there's snow on the ground. I mean, even light dusting. Like, each little piece of snow is ice, basically. It's a little, little ice thing, yeah. I mean, you've got that chance. This podcast has it all. Snow equals ice. Wow. Wow. No, that's the wrong one. Are you making fun of me? Well, I'm just saying. That's what I meant. We, this is winter. I just want to clarify. To <laughs> I want to clarify to the people out there that snow is slick. It's ice. Actually, I understood. Did you but know? I get it. <laughs> yeah. Cold temperatures can make it slick if they are cold enough. Right. You know what that number is? 32. You are Okay, but there has to be something on the ground to be slick. It doesn't just make the road slick because it's 32. Well, Um, you could have something called freezing fog. But that's what I'm saying. There has to be be something in the air. It can cause a mess. Freezing fog generally, I put that in air quotes for our podcast listeners, generally is for elevated objects. I mean, that's what freezing fog does. But a bridge or an overpass is an elevated object. Which is why they have signs on all bridges that say, may become slick. Right. Ice. What does it say? Bridge ices before road. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I wonder? It's like, how many people actually pull that tag off the mattress? You know, there was a big thing where you're not supposed to pull that tag or, or you'll you go know, to jail. When I was a kid, like, that actually <laughs> terrified me. And I did not realize <laughs> really? that once you owned the pillow or the mattress, then you could took the tab off because you own it. Yeah, but you I own it. I didn't realize that it meant only in the store. I mean, they don't tell you that. They just say, do not remove under penalty of law. You're going to jail. That's all it says. No. It doesn't say once you take it home, you can take it off. It just says, do not remove under penalty yeah. of law. Well, see, that's that's why they want to make you scared. Was that on um, Pee Wee Herman that he met the the felon? He's like, what are you in for? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you know those tags, mattresses? <laughs> oh my I God. ripped it off. Oh, no. I'm in jail. <laughs> I just aged myself greatly. Well, I do too. I'm much older than y'all, but... <laughs> Um, well, I mean, okay, so what happened is we got a little bit of dust last night into this morning. That quickly went away because we had a nice little bump in temperatures. I think we got in the low 40s. I'm sure we got in the low 40s because when I made a post, it was 41.5, I think. Uh, but those clouds associated with that little snow thing moved out, but another little weak cold front is coming down. I heard someone say another chance of flurries again. Eh, this one doesn't really have a lot of moisture, 
So uh, it's approaching from the northwest, and what that's going to do is chill it down again. I mean, hello, we are in January. We're going to get that. Uh, I don't think we're going to get much flurries out of this one coming in. I mean, tonight. tonight. I mean, didn't you see something? I, th- I think I saw something. Yeah, the Weather Service said possibility of flurries Thursday night into Friday morning. They said that at one time. I mean, they're not now, but yeah. I don't see much happening tonight at all. Partly cloudy, 24, cold. Yeah. Yeah, nothing. See, I Partly cloudy. I didn't okay. even realize that, because Corey's been talking to me about this potential, and I'll let you guys cover that later, but this potential of some specific weather next week. Yeah, that's actually next on the list. So, Well, so this friend of mine Uh-oh. Um, had posted, <laughs> okay, shout out to this... I don't know how old he is. He's probably eight or nine. Maybe he's 10. Somewhere in there. Okay, so we have a small follower in town. Okay. Um, He loves weather. He's in this age where he is just in love with weather and forecasts. And he looks at all the forecasts. And so I guess he looks at our forecasts and different stuff. And he tells his mom what the weather's going to be for the next day. Oh, how cool. Like I said, he's young, but he saw snow. On the forecast, the snow that we got, the massive amount we got last night, uh-huh. and was like, "Hey, mom, look, there's there's snow. We might get out of school tomorrow." <laughs> but she took him at his word because she didn't know how to read other weather either. Oh. You know, she just looked at his picture that he had taken that forecasted snow, and she's like, "Man, I just put everybody's snow boots away and all their winter bibs away, and, and now we're gonna get snow." Oh, why would and they I was do like, that? I was like, yeah. "Okay, hold on. First of all, <laughs> yeah, first it's of all, January. Right. <laughs> why would you pack those things away? We are not done. Like, remember, we got snow in May in this town a few years ago, right? I was like, and our most snow we usually gets in February. So, I'm like, you know, first of all, you shouldn't have ever packed them away, but um, right, <laughs> B." Yeah, he's not going to be getting out of school anytime soon. No, like, I know. Plan on getting up. Well, yeah, I thought it was cute though that he follows and Th- that's and cool. Loves weather. I'm like, no, oh, that's great. I don't care geek. any age. That's awesome. Whether they're eight or nine or eighty nine. Garen was a big weather geek when he was younger. Oh, I remember that. Several years ago, I went over there. I mean, he was like all over. I'm like, okay, this kid is gonna gonna be a weather guy. Probably not now because he's matured, but. I mean, I think he's, I think all of our kids still kind of like weather just because. That's because their daddy does. Right. <laughs> well, since you brought it up, that's actually what I want to talk about. Um, there's lots of questions. There is lots of chatter. Uh, there's lots of model output. And there's lots of unanswered <laughs> questions about a storm system that is supposed to come in next week. So the National Weather Service is getting all excited about it. All the TV stations are getting really excited because is ratings week coming up? I don't know. It's just mm, yeah, it's February. It should be. It starts Thursday. Okay, well, see, they want all their Wait, ratings. Today's Thursday, so today's it starts Thursday. today. Starts today. today. Ratings week. There you go. You know, and I I tagged on it for a month, while. It's a month. Oh, oh, once a well, but the first week is. Oh, but that, yeah. The biggest. Well, and I looked at it for a while because generally when, I mean, people don't understand what we do here at Stormdrive Weather. We do look at all sources. We look at what everybody's saying. Half of them don't know what they're talking about. And that's okay. 299 models. 
I mean, not all sources. I think we don't do our research <laughs> on Facebook. No, no, we don't. No, we don't. Uh, but we do look. I mean, we lean towards the National we don't Weather Service. Anything on Facebook? No, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. We, are, we are the research or on TikTok Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> but yeah, we we disseminate. We look at National Weather Service because they have what they say over two hundred models, which is mind blowing. And I think when we had Mike Griffin here, a meteorologist friend, Mike. He said it does get overwhelming because there are so many models they have, which we don't have access to. I mean, you know, we there are, there are public sites like Pivotal Weather. There's Tropical Tidbits. There's the College of DuPage, uh, Twister Data. Is Twister Data still out there? As far as I know, I, I think so. I mean, but and there's there's tons. You can go and access all these models. They're public. And you can interpret them, but the problem is a lot of people don't know how to read them. Therefore, they'll take a GFS 300-hour output that says a big old ice storm, and then they will freak out and start posting it on the Internet and saying, here's what's going to happen, and we're like, no, 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 that's 300 hours. No. But to back up, National Weather Service is starting to talk about this, something coming in Tuesday night into Wednesday, which is open. A little bit now, less than a week out. Uh, and what they say, pretty much all their models are saying that. Yeah. I mean, it's like, well, you kind of, kind of. And all the ones that I'm looking at mention it, too. Yeah. But they're a little, diff- a little different on each one of them. Yeah. Timing. I mean, there's lots of questions. Timing. Type. Type. Placement. Placement. Yeah. Because you've got a jet stream that's in a really, I mean, I call the jet, this is a classic jet stream. It's, it's a dig down and come right up. I mean, that's a classic placement for winter storms. But you got a cold front. It's like, how far is that cold front going to go? So you've got, number one, you got the jet stream that's dipping down from the southwest, picking up moisture, pushing it up. But then how much moisture? That's yeah. the number one. Number two, cold front coming in. How far is the cold front going to come down? When is it going to come down? Is it going to be in prime area to produce snow? I mean, there's just so many questions out there right now. But that's why I make the post and say what we can say at this point is we know there's going to be a messy situation <laughs> next week. And, uh, yeah, and so I think there was some people, like, on the National Weather Service sites, like, then why, then why talk about it? Well, what people have to realize, people travel. People make plans. They go places. You know, they drive. They fly. Um, they have appointments. I've got an appointment w- with uh, my mother. On people ne- have lives. What? People have lives. I know. You just it's sit amazing. Home and watch the weather. I mean, this is obviously it's not just people. Yeah. It's pets. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like where are you going? Pets with have lives. Pets already know. Oh, okay. That's true. That's true. It's systems and it's companies and it's logistics and it's what runs this country. People need to know things. That's why our government system spends all this money on these satellites and on these computer models, and they constantly, consistently upgrade them. That's true. You know, our country runs on weather. It runs on a lot of things. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But, yeah, but we keep saying, even though they are updating it, you cannot take a long-range data thing, even though several models are saying it, and call it as gospel because we have been in these situations, and I don't know when the classic was like three or four years ago, where all the five hundred thousand models were saying that storm was coming in off the coast and it's going to be, and then absolutely nothing happened. I forget what year that was. 
it was probably a good six or seven years ago. Was it six or seven years ago? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So until it gets to about three or four days out, which is what I said in my post, we'll really. Saturday night, Sunday, yeah, we'll probably start seeing some more definitive placement type stuff. So. Let's talk about what we see on models right now. Yes. Which is a little confusing because you have rain. Yeah. Snow. A little bit of ice. Could be sleet. We don't know. It, it, I don't like when I see the purple on the models that go right over Branson. Yeah. The pink's okay because it's sleet, but that that yeah. purple is... Or which one is it? One of them is freezing rain, but the other one is sleet. I can't. I can't remember. I'm not looking at it. But yeah, the, the freezing rain part. No, I don't like right. that at all. I don't think we have to worry too much about that. But these past two snows, we didn't have any of that purple on the models at all. Now we do. So yeah, yeah, and that's just uh, and it's it, it's a classic setup. Like I said, we've got a jet stream taking warm air, punching in from the southwest. So when you get cold air coming from the northwest, that warm nose is going to melt all that precipitation, drop surface temperatures, and we're going to get ice. Now, uh, it's 9.30 now, so I think after the weather school, that GFS, we're going to get some, at least the GFS is going to update. They usually updates like 10, 9 or 10. Yeah. So we'll make a note, because let, let's check the GFS before we end the podcast. And again, we're just checking. It's Thursday, and the thing's going to happen on Tuesday to Wednesday, so it's like, you know, things are going to change. The good thing is uh, we've kind of been kind of off on our schedule, our podcast schedule, because we don't work, and I've been going to San Diego, and you guys got stuff to do, so we're going to try to migrate the podcast back to, like, Mondays and stuff like that. Uh, So let's have a, a podcast next Tuesday, which is the day before all of this is going to break loose, so... Maybe we can do that and give people a real explanation of what's going to happen. So, okay, uh, cold punches. I mean, are you watching the thermals on GFS? I mean, it it's a like little bit. the cold is wanting to come down, but it kind of is scooting towards the northeast. It's it's grazing us a little bit, but it's not socking us in. You know what I mean? Well, what are you thinking? I'm thinking La Nina. La Nina. Yeah. It's like basically that. textbook La Nina when the jet stream sets up. I, I don't even think it's right over us. I think it's right to our north, basically, and colder up north, warmer down south. That might play a role in what we get this week. It, exactly. Exactly. And this is just the first. Now, I think this is the first biggie. Is this the first biggie? I mean, classic kind of setup? Because we've had other stuff coming from the northwest. This is from this. What do you consider a biggie? Uh, the potential for I think I think over five inches here is a biggie, which we had when you were in California. The, oh, that's right, I, I missed it because I was basking in sixty degrees back there. Yeah. yeah, I forgot all about that. Well, okay, it was my first biggie, so <laughs> but it wasn't a conventional setup. That, that's what I mean. It's like that. That's the word I was looking for. Conventional. We we've had stuff coming in. We've been in northwest flow or zonal flow, which is a west to east flow, uh, but now. Uh, and even the AFD, Area Forecast Discussion, from the National Weather Service is talking about a pattern shift, which that's what 
is happening, that pattern shift. We got a, uh, they call it elongated trough. Mm -hmm. You know, the jet stream coming down the West Coast, circling around Arizona, New Mexico, and then taking that that, uh, northeasterly jet coming up over us. So you're exactly right, Corey. It's like if 50 miles, 20 miles, 20 miles can make a difference. Because if we're on the southern edge of that jet stream, That'd be the warm sector, highs in the 50s, maybe 60. If you're on the north end of that jet stream, highs in the 20s and dropping into the teens. I mean, there is a dramatic difference, and that's what we don't know about stuff right now. Well, the snow line's got to end somewhere. It's got to be somewhere. I mean, right. And there's no way to know. We're right in the middle, basically. So that's why it makes it a nightmare to try to forecast this thing. Yeah. And that's why I'm going to back off until we get closer to Sunday uh, because it's just, it's pointless. It's pointless. Things are going to tweak. Things are going to just. You know, we're going to have snow, and then suddenly the, the, the tomorrow's runs are going to be, oh, it's going to be lots of snow, and then Friday's or Saturday's runs going to be, oh, no, it's going to be lots of rain. It's just pointless, and it just makes people people go. When it comes to ice storms and really Ooh. heavy snowstorms and really significant winter weather, I it's hard for me to trust anything more than two days out. Exactly. That, that's what I I'm saying. I don't even do three days, you know. Really? Yeah, you know, it, this year— Three days you can— Know something's coming. Yeah, it's good idea. A little bit more, you know, varied. But two days, yeah. Yeah. So Sunday, we'll probably know. You Sunday. really get some some of the good models kicking by then. Well, and, and the advantage is we've got some of the the shorter range models coming in because yeah, yeah, the Her comes in at eighteen hours. The the Nam three K comes in at sixty hours. Yeah. And the Wharf is forty eight hours. So right. it's, yeah, two to, two days. Yeah, that makes total sense. Well, uh, I did some research, and we need to get to the next segment. Do I need to leave the room? I feel scared. No, it's okay. I mean, yeah, we haven't talked about that. Well, you know, we we said a couple of months ago we're going to be in a La Nina advisory, and then that's going to be through the winter and stuff, and I thought... You know, it's the end of January. We haven't really done an El Nino Enso update. <laughs> so I decided, well, let's go check that out. Let's go check out some El Nino stuff. Uh, and what I found out, the La Nina advisory continues. And now they are saying La Nina is likely to continue in the Northern Hemisphere uh, through March to May. It's a 67% chance, so two-thirds of a chance. Uh, it will continue through March to May and then transition to neutral. So we're going to come back to mm. neutral, uh, 51%. So it'll hang on a little longer than the last one did. Yeah, that's that's what it's it seeming. was pretty much dissipating by March. It just went away, didn't it? Yeah. It just went kink, and then it was done. Right. Yeah, but you know, I, I I'm really curious where they get that fifty one percent. I mean, is it not fifty fifty percent or maybe fifty five? It's fifty one. Well, that's the majority. Yeah, that would be the majority. So the majority of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that's what that's the actual. That's what the actual website said. Fifty one percent. It's like, oh, good. So we got fifty one. They just set the guys down and they raised their hand and <laughs> one more person raised their hand on that one. Like, okay, we're going with fifty one percent. There you go. <laughs> Uh, the, the chance you're April to June. So 
So probably we'll probably start transitioning out of that probably about April uh, or May. And then uh, that's more than likely going to put us into a normal summer pattern, spring pattern. I mean, I'm ready for some more spring stuff. We'll talk about spring stuff in a little bit. So got any more on the El Nino aspect there? Uh, no, that's pretty much what I was going to say. I just saw where it was going to continue on. and Yeah. Because oh. I, I think it's going to be warmer. I mean, I... What's what's happening is pretty much the typical. We get these cold punches. Bam, we're back up to 50, 60s on Monday. Seriously? Which is cool. That's warm, actually. <laughs> and then Very. Yeah, and then down, and then we'll come back up. So maybe that, maybe that will have an effect on, on uh, the spring severe weather season. We Ooh. shall see. No. All right, it's time to get to the weather school. And uh, I figured this was very appropriate to bring out the weather models, uh, how these weather models work. Um, I have a strange feeling I'm going to have to update this soon because there's tons of tweaks going on with weather models and new ones. Oh, yeah. I saw the European Fast. I've never seen that before. Have you seen that one? No. I'll show you during the weather school. It's really weird. But uh, anyway, weather models, how do they operate? How do, how do they keep us safe? And how you can access them. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Storm Dar Weather School. This week's topic is all about weather models. You've heard us constantly talk about models on our Facebook page, so we wanted to give you some insight on exactly what they are and how they work. There are so many different types of models out there, and they involve intense calculations of data provided by radiosondes. A radiosonde is a battery-powered instrument carried in the atmosphere by a weather balloon filled with hydrogen, and they're released twice a day from around 92 different National Weather Service offices all around the country. The balloons take the radiosondes way up in the atmosphere to measure things like altitude, temperature, dew point, wind direction and speed, and barometric pressure. Eventually, the balloons will burst after reaching a height of around 13 miles, and the radiosonde will fall back to Earth. You might happen to find one of these radiosondes on your property sometime. They're all equipped with a prepaid postal bag, so all you'd need to do is put the instrument in the bag, and the post office will return it to the National Weather Service for recycling. The raw data collected by the radiosondes are relayed back to the National Weather Service office and fed into supercomputers. In essence, the models themselves are computer programs that produce a future state of the atmosphere. All of them use mathematical calculations and project how they think the atmosphere will behave in the future. Each model uses slightly different equations and we get slightly different solutions with each one. Their accuracy is good one to three days out and starts decreasing after that. Most models are pretty good up to six days and only somewhat accurate after that. There are two types of weather models. One, probabilistic, and two, deterministic. Probabilistic models vary the starting conditions slightly and are basically 
producing a what if scenario. The deterministic models are ones that run with a specific set of conditions and result in a single conclusion. One of the main ones we use is the GFS, or Global Forecast System. This one is updated every six hours and is designed for short, medium, and long-range output. This one can forecast 384 hours or 16 days out, although the accuracy really diminishes after about seven days. We also use the NAM, or North American model. It's similar to the GFS, but it has a shorter range in forecasting and only goes out about 84 hours. Another popular one is the ECMWF, or the European Center for Medium Range Weather Forecasting Model, or what we call the EC or European. It's different from the GFS and the NAM. The EC uh, has a high resolution and is able to forecast smaller scale processes. The difference between the American models, the GFS and the NAM, and the European is that the European collects data every hour for 12 hours before generating an output. The EC only updates twice a day and is really considered a little bit more accurate than the American models. Each model uses hypothetical situations and compiles a best guess based on the data they ingest. The GFS uses 21 hypothetical situations while the EC uses 51. The models run various scenarios and change small variables with each run, and then they select the most common result. Usually, most models come into the same agreement about two days out. A few other models in this category are the RGEM, or Regional Deterministic Prediction System, that's another Canadian model, and the JMA, which is a Japanese model. Some of the other shorter range models we use are the HRRR, or HER, which stands for High Res Rapid Refresh. This one only goes out 18 hours, but it's updated every hour. This one's good for very near-term forecasting, like severe weather events. Another is the WRF, or WARF, which stands for Weather Research Forecasting, and only goes out 48 hours. The WARF also updates every hour. There are even models that focus more on tropical weather, like the HWRF, or the Hurricane Weather Research and Forecasting Model. This one is a cousin to the WARF, and it's designed to track disturbances over the oceans. One of the longer-range models is the CFS, or Climate Forecast System. This one doesn't focus too much on near-term weather, because it's designed to look at the global climate patterns and make seasonal forecasts. Models only generate output for slices of the atmosphere in which weather and patterns have a propensity to differentiate. The first slice is taken at roughly 5,000 feet, where the friction from the Earth decreases considerably, and the airflow is more constant. The next slice is around 10,000 feet, and at around 18,000 feet, we're able to see areas of vorticity better, like low-pressure systems and ridges of high pressure. The top two slices are around 30,000 and 38,000 feet, and that's where we can see the jet stream much easier. Because models only give us slices of the atmosphere, then it's up to the human forecaster to make judgments on what weather should occur in the entire vertical column. 
Models are only used as a guide, and it's up to the forecaster to make the final call. Weather models are very complex, and it would literally take hours to fully explain the ins and outs of how they work, but this should give you a basic knowledge of weather models. So, next time you hear a forecaster say, models are indicating, then you'll know what we're talking about. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. So last week, Shara took a video of me. Yeah, and you never sent it to me. I haven't got around to it. <sighs> But see, you're singing along with the jingles. So I always I, sing along with the jingles. That's true. Well, I really got a good... This time you sing it in the microphone, so I got to get... No, I always lean away because I'm always... Fr I never know when I, when it's actually going to pick it up and when it's not. It's not? When it's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> so I always lean away. You have, you have children, don't you? <laughs> so I can lean away when I sing the jingle. Ah, it gets okay. stuck in your head. I'm sorry, but... It, it's a cool little jingle, I think. Weather. So yeah, it gets stuck in your head, so... Yeah, okay. Anyway, that's the... <laughs> Oh. In your head. Sorry, that's another song. Well, oh, no, that had nothing to do with weather. Uh, weather models. Uh, I'm going to have to. And speaking of weather models, I noticed uh, I showed Corey. Do they at, model at, like the different things that you would wear during temperatures? No, no, that, that would be different kind of model. Oh, okay. No, that would be the, the runway models. No, hmm. uh, no but uh, the, the place. I go to, Corey, Corey goes to Pivotal Weather a lot. I go to Tropical Tidbits. I actually go to Tropical Tidbits and Pivotal Weather and occasionally a College of DuPage because they have got a nice uh, SREF, which is a more of an instability type model. I like going there. So, okay, it's time for in other news. And um, I don't have anything. I just have that one thing we talked about right before we went on do you is that you're in other news well, well, no we, we really gotta be careful or not for us but you know i feel safe during the podcast we have <laughs> followers in in well almost all corners of, of the uh of the country we do we actually you know, do we Some have in other countries up in yeah. alaska but we don't i don't know that we have any I've seen I've in Florida where this take where this. Um, I, yeah, we I do, do I we? I know. Okay, yeah. well, well, we better give oh, them a call. Oh, we do. I know somebody in Florida. Better give them a call. Why? There's an advisory out. For okay, South, I know Southern several Florida. people in Florida. You got to be careful out what? there. Oh no, will fly right out of that tree and hit you in the head. Oh no, what could that be? Flying iguanas? Falling iguanas. Oh, they're not flying, they're just falling. It's no laughing matter, Rando. You know, that you that is a serious thing. The that National can, Weather that can, Service. That, that'll hurt. I don't think they can hurt they're you not, that bad just falling out of the tree. They they're not much. small little lizards. No, no, they're pretty big. Still don't weigh much. <laughs> Freak you out, too. Well, you want to explain why they're falling out of well, the trees? Just below 40 degrees, those things, those little buddies get stunned. Well, they're cold-blooded. <laughs> they freak out. They play... Play dead? They play kind of. possum. Possum. <laughs> yeah. The iguanas play... Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> they flip right on over, and they, okay. they freeze up, and like they fall the, out of the tree, and is, they look dead. Is that like but the fainting goats? they're not goat? dead. They're only stunned. Right. But they had to... You know, we've talked about this before. Yeah. People think with it we're, we're kidding. No, we're very serious. No, no, no. The weather service kid. actually said... 
be on the lookout for falling, falling iguanas. iguanas. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 40 degrees is the threshold. Uh, 40 degrees yeah. and under. Now, Absolutely. Now, think about it. Think about what, what, what Corey just said. This is Florida. Florida. Below 40 degrees. Really? Below 40 degrees. Now, it does in the panhandle. No, there's no iguanas in the northern part of Florida. It's right. southern. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cold for them. Very. Yeah. <laughs> it Was it Miami or was it uh, Orlando? Uh, not uh, Jackson or Tallahassee? I'm, which one? For this? Yeah. This is the entire half, the southern half of the state all the wow. way down to Key West. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, iguanas. Those poor things. And we, we've had this before <laughs> uh, with the National Weather Service would issue uh, a falling iguana alert or something. And mm-hmm. they had the poor iguanas. You know, cold-blooded. Southern Florida, you don't think getting cold. It does. Well, you know what happens when you have falling iguanas? A lot of thuds? What? No. The what? The price of orange juice goes up. Mm. Why? I don't know why. Because they can have damage to their orange groves if they have freezing temperatures. Right. If it gets below, like, was 34, 35, those orange groves that we get their oranges to make orange juice get damaged. It happens. Yeah. And the way grocery prices are already up there, we don't don't want to have, you know, damaged oranges on top of that. No. I, I, you know, I, I haven't been paying much attention, but I actually did see that scroll through in my news feed that they had that iguana alert. And they had that, was it two or three years ago? I mean, it's, yeah. Was it Florida? Oh, yeah. It must have been. Oh, yeah. It was definitely Florida. I think I still have the graphics somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't remember when. Um, yeah, it's January. I don't think Florida's supposed to be that cold. So well, we're going to have well, to worry about that. You know, you never know with weather these days. No, and you know what's going to get it's really 2022. cold? Anything can happen. I know. Well, that's what we said in 2020. Yeah, but it, 2021. Really, it, 2021 was worse. Yeah. So well, I feel like 2022 and, you know. We're just going downhill. You know, it's just a big airplane going to crash. Well, I mean, wh- who's going to be in real dire straits? And I've seen this before because I want to talk about it. The Northeast U.S. Now, this is not the first Nor'easter they've had this year. They've had a few. No. It's not. Sorry. No. Uh, jumped. You <laughs> about spilled my drink. I was no. Like, <gasps> no, that would be bad. That would be bad because we don't have a towel. <laughs> uh, no, they're getting ready to get another nor'easter with what they say, like 12 to 16 inches of snow? Up to 20 inches in Boston. 20. Oh, gosh. And my uh, immediate supervisor is in Boston right now visiting her daughter. No way. Yeah. Need to talk to her and see what's see what's up with that. Tell us to send her pictures. Yeah, sell her when you to send get her on the pictures. podcast. Is what we need to do. But also, the, there's two dynamic systems happening. There's the low coming up the, the the eastern seaboard, but there's something else coming in through Canada. So that is going to create the uh, a tight pressure gradient. Uh, 40, 50 mile an hour. I mean, they're talking blizzard. That's a blizzard right there. Oh my gosh. And, and like I said, this is not the first time this year they've had this. No, but this could be the biggest. I think so. And if you look at the, at the models, oh, my gosh. Seems like they had one earlier in the season, like early season one, too. Mm-hmm. That didn't amount to that much compared to what you could have. We're in the meat of the season now. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. So, you know, anything that even comes through here, we really have to watch. This is why we're watching all our models on a daily basis to see what's going to happen. Yeah, this thing, yeah, next week. Yeah. You know, we know what happened last year during, uh, you know, the 16th of February when we had sub-freezing Sub zero temperatures. That's frozen oh, yeah. tundra. Temp- that's Alaskan temperatures. That was my first time to experience rolling blackouts in the winter. Yeah, I I don't see that happening this year. Well, you never see it happening. That's the problem. That was just a weird anomaly. It was. That was and odd. You never want to see that happen. You never. No. And you never predict that to happen. But it's always a possibility. Oh you yeah. You never know. It's weather. So, so it's good th- to be prepared for that. Nothing is zero. <laughs> It's the same as a EF3 or greater tornado. We don't see it happening, but it's definitely a possibility. Exactly. You know, and I, you know, I am not going to get political. This is not a political podcast, but uh, the Texas, they have not upgraded their uh, grids. They have not upgraded anything. In case this happens again, they're going to go through the exact same thing. Well, yeah. Well, they've only had a year. Can yeah. you upgrade the whole grid in a year? I don't know. Well, no, but at least I would think some improvements. If, but you know, it's, it's Texas but again. It's Texas. You're right. They're way down there. Not way down there. The likelihood. Uh, of yeah. It, but of the, it happening but again. An ice storm is not out of the question. Every year in the Panhandle, they get but, snow now that's in the Panhandle true. every year. Yeah, because that's right out of than uh, we do. Yeah, because I mean, isn't the isn't the the Panhandle of Texas and Oklahoma right next to Colorado? Well, yeah, and it's, I mean it's, it's right it's there. Higher elevation, <laughs> right? So yeah, but we're talking like you know that that cold chunk. I still they've have already the visual. had snow and ice as far south as Waco this year. Just a couple. Uh, oh really? Or this past week or a week ago? Oh, two I weeks missed ago. that. Yeah, they did. So weather's going nuts. I'd have to make a, a jingle for that. Weather's going nuts. Anyway, that's what I got for in other news. You got anything else to? Uh, I do. Ooh, I like that. You know, let's talk about. You know, we're this is twenty twenty two, right? We can we can talk about twenty twenty a little bit, right? Sure. We all went. <laughs> it was a weird, strange. It was a great year for me. I had one of my best years because I got to spend each and every day with the woman I loved. I got to see her every day. Day in and day out, 24 hours a day. Not in 2021. I got to stare into her eyes. In 2021? 2020. 2020. No, I was like, honey, you worked. No, no, no. We're talking 2020. 2020, um, starting September, I worked my booty off. No, we're talking about, no, that was 2021. Nope, that was 2020. Anyway. 2020, in September, I started working my booty off. Okay, anyway. Becoming domestic. (laughs) What happened... A lot of we got tired a, of each other, of and, I, and I had to go back to work. <laughs> a lot of things decreased. Sucks when somebody stares at the you. The quality all the time. of life for some people decreased in 2020. Right. Right. Oh yeah. We went without a lot. We went without toilet paper. No. We, oh, the, well, we no, no. I the short. I know, but the we shortage. We went without. You know, eggs. Uh, for me, it's well, eggs. Well, we yeah. went without. A lot of people had to stay home from work. Right. Went without education. School, right? Okay, let's talk Aside about. Aside from not being able to travel, I we had everything we needed. We were good, well, yeah, but because you had me and I had you. Grief. That's all we need. Honey. And we had like eight people, nine people living in our house at once. It was no, that's true. There but, was no getting anyway, lonely. But, go on. Do yes. you know what else we had less of in 2020 due to COVID nineteen? 
flu. Well, that too. That, lots of less wrecks. That too. Uh, snow? This is a weather podcast. Snow? No. Wait. But what would it be Tornadoes. due to COVID? No. It yeah, what, be, why, okay, what do you, what are what you talking about? What would we have about? less of weather-wise yeah. due to what COVID? That's exactly what I'm asking you. I know, and I'm trying to think of how would COVID that's affect why I'm the weather? That's why like, tell me, I don't know. <laughs> the world had less... Pollution because cars were oh, on the road? Oh, that's right. Okay. It's not weather. It kinda, it's no, kind of getting I know, there. Yep, yeah, I know where you're going. But yeah, we had less lightning in 2020. Okay. Due to less aerosols in the atmosphere from uh, fossil fuels and from pollution. Did you know that? Yep. Now, now I get it. <laughs> lightning is ca- not caused by that, but no, it no. helps lightning along a little bit. Well, yeah, you get the particles in the we air. We had 8 to 9% less lightning strikes in 2020, and they say it's due to the coronavirus. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it makes sense because what that what's that place in China that they stopped all they could actually see the smog disappeared. Oh yeah, wasn't yeah. that great? It was awesome. I and mean, that would have to have some sort of weather effect or influence. Exactly, absolutely. Well, smog is a blanket, so that would affect temperature. I mean, this whole thing, you know, I I mean, COVID is kind of a a, a side product that mm-hmm. caused this, but yeah, we need to wow. Lightning strikes. Less, That's eight cool. percent less lightning strikes in 2020, which you know, it's due to the less aerosols, which is pollution, smoke, smog, uh, really anything. Little droplets in the air. Yeah, yeah, the particles. Right. Less of. Exactly. So, I thought that was pretty cool. I think it's. Really cool. I'm curious about 2021 because everybody was starting to go back. I don't have 2021 numbers. I have. Uh, 2020 you know? numbers and 2019 numbers, there were 170 million lightning events in 2020 across the United States, which is down 52 million from 2019. Ooh, now that's a lot. Yeah. I don't. I think it would have still been down in 2021 because a lot of people in our area, um, in the Midwest mostly, don't realize we were all able to open back up and go back to work, but... The two edges of our country were not, and a lot of other countries are just now mm-hmm. starting to actually go back to work. Um, there, you know, people on both coasts and in other countries, they've been working from home still. Oh gosh, yes. Like they're just now starting to get out, whereas we've been out and about since May of 2020, basically. Yeah. We never really shut down all that long. Let me but ask other you places this. did. So Am I, I don't crazy? see us still affecting the lightning. Am I crazy or is yeah. this Probably. affect yeah. more Absolutely. people? Have you ever never heard of a word or a situation or a certain phrase ever in your life until you hear it one day? And then later that day or in the days following, you hear that word, phrase, or situation again yes. in a Yes. Totally different context. Right. It's like, well, I just learned about that three days and ago. Then you start, yes. I, that's weird that you say that. Why are you saying well, that? Is there, because is that this like an effect? lightning study was done by a company, which I'd never heard of, called Vesala, Vesala, which is a leading company in weather Vesala? in the world. Well, I got an email this morning that Eris Weather, who 
is the provider of our data for our website yes. was acquired by that company this morning. That's Isn't freaky. that funny? And I never heard of it before. That's this is completely wild. different. It's completely separate from that, but I thought that was cool. Yeah. Vas- Vas- that's V-A-Y-S-A-L-A. Vasella. Yeah, and it's a it's a pretty they they know what they're doing. Well, everybody's merging now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The 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 whole industry, the world industrial things. I mean, everybody's merging. We got five G towers turned on. Thank God they didn't turn them on before I got back from San Diego. There was a whole thing on that. I don't know, but uh, yeah, things are just going crazy at this point. Well, that's all I got. Anybody else have anything else? I, I no, I just had the nor'easter and the the thing. Oh, speaking of the lightning thing, uh, okay, I'm going to tax your brain here. Remember last week you had an in other news about lightning in the was it the Arctic? Yeah, you more met, more, more lightning in Alaska, right? Do you, do you recall when that was? Was that last year? Mm-hmm. I just off. I'm, I'm just curious offhand because. 2021. Yep. Okay. So we had more lightning strikes then, but in 2020, we had much less lightning strikes because of the coronavirus shutting things down. That was worldwide. This was just... This, uh, your thing last week was just... Nor- in, oh, uh, near... In the North Pole. North Pole. Oh, North Pole last... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Alaska, just the North Pole Oh, in the general. actual North Pole. Arctic Circle. I just think that, that is so... I, I've still thought about that. It's like, why are the, all these lightning strikes? I just clicked on... <laughs> The CNN article that yeah. talks about the lightning in 2021 in the Ar- Arctic. That's a wild. The environmental monitoring company that tracks the lightning, Vaisala. No way. I kid you not. I kid you not. I mean, you know that your phone wild. is listening to you and is now finding that word. But this is a, an no, article no, I, I, I get it. two weeks ago. Uh huh. That's weird. And then just now you referenced That's three Vasala. times I've seen that word today that I've never heard of before. That's freaky. That is cool though. How does that happen? I don't know. That's not a phone thing. I mean, your phone. No, you're actually. Uh, I don't know what to think. I don't know. Well, is, they provide our our uh, forecasts and our uh, everything else on our website. Yeah, it's really nice to go to our website. Which is, let's see, what is it? Stormdarweather.com? Is that it? That that seems to be the, uh, you know, what, what I would call it. I feel yeah. like you guys need to post that more on Facebook, okay? Because I had someone mention the other day about, they posted a weather forecast. And I was just being silly. I'm like, why in the world are you <laughs> not using Stormdar's forecasts? Because yeah. I know that they follow Stormdar. She's like, well, I usually do, but she's like, my son likes to look at this stuff but he doesn't have facebook oh i'm like uh hello we have a website a pretty amazing one okay Corey, you get on that storm we need to advertise more that we actually have a website that shows a lot more information and they fixed just our facebook but and they fixed our thing i mean when you go is it defaulted well no that's that's hard to say because it depends on where you're at but if you're in branson and you go to stormdarweather.com, that information that you see is on the top of my house, right? Yep. 
Yep. Yes, the- that that's my house. That is my little abode. That's like telling all that, all the the temperature and the humidity and the wind direction and and the wind velocity and all that kind of thing. So go there, go there. I'm going to give myself this. There, there you go. All right, I think it's time for the next segment. Get ready to get educated in Shara's fun facts. It's time for Shara's fun facts, and do you have fun facts or fun fact? I have fun facts. Nice. Okay. I've pulled it off in the first segment. Nice. That's that. That's that's good because you forgot today, Just didn't to you? To let everybody know, like I've known all day there was a, a podcast, but. I don't know. At some point, it slipped my mind that, <laughs> that I have a segment. Oopsie. And I've been, we started running about 3, 3.30 this afternoon. You've been going, yeah. We've been on the go, and we got home, and we got everybody in bed, and then we headed over here to do the podcast, and got to the roundabout just before <laughs> yeah. Rando's house, and I literally looked at Corey. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have any fun facts. <laughs> But you pulled it off. I pulled it off. Yes. All right. I don't so. know how fun they are, but I like them. So. Okay. So what's what's our subject this week? We're sticking with the winter theme. Okay. Which I'm surprised I've been able to find this many winter facts, but they just keep coming. It happens. All right. Winter cold kills more than... This isn't, isn't that fun, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> when you talk about killing, it's like depressing facts. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. This isn't that fun. <laughs> Winter cold kills more than twice as many Americans as the summer heat does. Oh, right. Which, yeah. I mean, we've all talked about this. There's a lot of people that still have, like, the old furnaces, mm-hmm. um, people running just heaters that don't have proper heating in their homes. And and me, personally, I've seen over the last couple of weeks a lot of house fires. Yeah. A lot of house fires you can't, due to heat. There's several things you can't do. You can't heat your house with your oven. No. You know, don't turn your oven no, no, on. No, no, no. 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 The, the, yeah, so if gas heat and, and just little propane heaters and stuff like that, yeah, like just bad wiring. I mean, yeah, not good. I don't know. I've right. seen I've seen many many firehouses houses firehouses firehouses. Fire I see them all house time. fires. They have Dalmatians on those um, firehouses, don't they? Our and oldest poles. Nice, our yeah. oldest is a fireman, and and he has said that yes, there has been. Multiple. We need to get him back on the podcast and say, "Look, talk about." He he told he told us a funny story the other night, but I don't think we can share because it's local to our area. But yeah, you know, issue with a fire and a call and oh okay, yeah. person didn't have any running water to be able oh, to put the fire out. No. And blah, blah, blah. Anyway, anyway, yeah. um, shoot, I meant to ask you guys how to say this during the break. <gasps> Ooh, a word. It's Utviagic. Uh, and I can't even say it. Utviagic. You ruined it. Utviagic. I'm going to go with kyanophobia. It is okay. the persistent fear of snow. <gasps> Oh, I mean, you'd have to live. We have a few followers like that. Yes, uh, yeah, I yeah, we do. They're just more fearful of the road conditions, not so much the snow. That's not our weather myths and facts. We gotta bring back the weather myths and facts. Kyanophobia, persistent fear of snow, especially becoming trapped by the snow. I mean, that would make sense. Anybody's scared of that. The term is derived from the Greek words kyan and phobos, meaning snow and fear, respectively. But Mm. yeah, I didn't know there was actually fear of snow. Oh, yeah. There's a fear of everything. Well, I'm sure there is. Oh, there's a fear of this podcast table. As I was called podcast say, table of phobia. Of yeah. <laughs> All right. um, okay, remember last week we talked about the frog 
that can hibernate and oh. freeze, and then you warm him back up, and he's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in New Zealand, there's an insect called the Weta. The what now? It's either Weta, 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 Weta. Weta. He freezes completely solid when temperatures drop during the winter. However, when the temperatures warm back up, the insect unfreezes, thaws, and resumes its normal activities. Insect. Yes, an insect. I don't like that. Like, they just completely freeze during the winter, and then in the summer, they're like, all right, I'm back. what I miss? Oh, no. I hate that. I hate that. Okay. Okay. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to skip that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if I know how to say this. The quokka... You know what? I'm going to not ruin it for them because I don't want to offend them. <laughs> There's a tribe of Indians okay, yeah. in the British Columbia that changed their name um, and take on the name of their ancestors the beginning of every winter. Every winter, they go back to their ancestors' original name and they get rid of their name. Um, they believe this will protect them from the spirits of the dead oh, wow. who return this time of year. Interesting. Okay. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't. It doesn't say what their original name is. I'm like, what name do they take? Probably Smith. <laughs> okay, it's Jones. Whatever. Okay, yeah. All right. Here's another. Here's another one that I'm not. I'm not sure, but I'm gonna go with it. Okay. Uh, the onset of menopause is significantly higher in the winter than in spring or autumn. Okay, now that's weird. With a very small amount in the summer. So menopause generally happens in the winter versus summer. And normally I look up the re- the why, but I didn't because yeah. I didn't have time. But my guess is the hot flashes keep you going through the winter. I don't know. I'll go. Th- I'll go down that rabbit hole another day. Sorry, that was bad. I'm <laughs> sorry. I myself am reaching that age, so I want to know why. <laughs> why more in the winter and like hardly any in the summer? Yeah. People don't go through menopause in the summer, but whatever. Weird. All right. Um, the most snow ever recorded in 24 hours in the United States was at Silver Lake, Colorado, 1921. 76 inches. 76 inches in 24 hours. Okay, no, wait. That's like three inches an hour. That's crazy. Coming in second is Georgetown, Colorado in December of 1913 at 63 inches. That's two and a half inches an hour. Like, I, you're Constant. stuck. You just find a warm place to stay. And oh, gosh, stuck. yeah. It's always been my dream to A, be in a hurricane. Because you're stupid. And B, <laughs> be in a remote cabin with my wife, and it just starts snowing and never stop for two days. Mm-hmm. Have you cleared this with her? You realize she would kill you. <laughs> it's just stuck with no, you for two days. It's, it's a weather anomaly that I've always wanted to experience. Yeah. Well, I've always said I want to be on the edge. I want to be in tropical storm. I, I don't want to be in it, But I don't want to be in it. Like, well, I want to be able to look over and see but, it happening. But, 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 yeah. I mean, you're going to put that on Facebook. Oh, you're in a tropical storm. Woo-wee. No, I was in a Cat 4 hurricane. No. I, well, in you, southern Florida. If you survive. It just popped up out of nowhere. If you survive. Right. You know, people have, <laughs> hurricanes, people have hurricane parties when 
Well, that solves your Colorado question. When Hurricane Andrew in 1992 (laughs) was barreling on Miami, people were having hurricane parties. Well, yeah, I, I remember. I remember that. I mean, so do they not we have the same? St- we were doing that in St. We Louis. We don't too. have do tornado have same, parties. No, we all go to the Ooh, place where there's a. We're basement. under a tornado warning. Let's celebrate. Let's have a party at the neighbors. They have a basement. Well, no, the hurricane thing is different. No, I mean, it's not. Well, you could die. Well, I know, but it's like when you have a party, it's like it's a multi-day event. A tornado is like a multi-hour event. But a snow, Why would you a snow event, death? you go to the store, you get what you need, well, as long I as mean, you know what you, and you're yeah. socked in for a while with your family, and you know you have heat and a way to right. cook. Yeah, you know. but then you realize you don't have nothing. But every weather, happens, your whole vacation is ruined. Every weather situation, <laughs> have you can have a story with a with every say you have a winter event or you have a hurricane or you have a tornado, like when my yeah. grandparents in. Oklahoma, 1973, 1974 in Miami. Oh, Miami. I thought you were thinking prior. They oh, wow. had a tornado. You could see it coming from the west. As you do in Oklahoma. It, yeah. was, a, it was a small, broke tornado. Mm-hmm. And they lived right behind the Pizza Hut, and Pizza Hut knew they had a basement. So the manager of Pizza Hut said, okay, everybody follow me. And they all went to my grandma's house. Everybody you dining could do that back at the then. Pizza Hut and went people to would welcome house. in total strangers into their and home. And they went back to their then. basement. It didn't do any damage in Miami. It did strengthen by the time it went over the county line and killed three people in Neosho as an F three or F four tornado. Oh gosh! Yeah, it. So your little it ramp went. Up. Yeah, it ramped up. But now, if you were to just go to your neighbor's house, they'd be like, Psh, "Get out of here!" But my, <laughs> grand, my, my grandpa <laughs> right. and my uncle, they were in the backyard just watching it come. You know, because yeah. there it was. Because that's what we do in Oklahoma. We stand outside. They exactly. Told me time yeah. They saw a tornado, yeah. and I, you know, but uh, but everybody has a weather story, and I've I've always wanted a snowstorm story, you know. I mean, we have a blizzard story, but yeah, you two kinda. need to go to Breckenridge uh, right before oh, a big snowstorm. We've been to Breckenridge, yeah, but, but we not, went in the summer. It was in the summer. No, going in the winter. We had some great shrimp there. Mm. Yeah, Bubba Gump shrimp. Yep. Oh yeah, the shrimp from the Breckenridge Lake. No, no, I don't know. It was, it was Bubba Gump shrimp. It was Bubba Gump. <laughs> oh, Bubble Gump shrimp. Bubba Gump. From Forrest Gump. From the Forrest movie. Gump the movie. Oh. There's a Bubba Gump restaurant. Bubba Gump. Breaking news! Breaking oh. news! Ding 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 ding! Oh my tongue itch. There's a Whataburger coming to Ozark. I know. I love it. I want to do what I will be there. Hey, we're still in my fun facts. There's one coming to Republic and Ozark now. Okay. So okay, that's all. Okay. Weather permitting. Yeah. It should be done. See, that's how he, that's how he ties in the exactly. water weather. Okay, I'm gonna go back <laughs> exactly. to my winter fun facts now. <laughs> you keep stealing my segment. Good play. You know, you have this whole segment called "In Other News." Oh, right. Okay. And you decide to hold it all in until it's my turn. <laughs> all right. So, what else you got? Millions of monarch butterflies. We all oh, know this one. They yeah. all fly to Mexico for the winter, yes. and they are the only insect that migrates to a warmer climate. Um, that's 2,500 miles away every year. Mm-hmm. But the coolest part is... That's not true. I heard caterpillars do later in life. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Give him a want wah Okay. I'll give him a boo. Okay, yeah. The coolest part is where do they hibernate to? Mexico, Ooh. but where? Tequila bar? The same Monarch, exact Mexico. tree Every what? year. <gasps> they go back to the same tree. Every butterfly the goes same. to one tree? No, no, no. 
but you've seen videos online. Google this. No, no, I think I know what you're talking about. There's an area of trees an area. and billions of butterflies. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen People like, who duh. raise, like, they put trackers on them. Yeah. And then they can follow it. And this. Put little strings and little they lights. They go yeah. back to the same place. I mean, Ooh, same exact place. It would have to be kind year. of annoying for those Mexicans that live down there. It's a wooded. They have nothing else to do. So. It's like. It's like. Constant butterfly palace. Walk. Have you ever walked through the who, butterfly palace? Who oh, want yes. millions of butterflies in their yard? They land right on your nose. That's the yeah. coolest thing ever. But no, it's kind okay. of a. I I can't think of the word, but it, it's oh. a nice warm area. They go back. They okay. All, there's cool. like I've seen videos where the now trees I are. Just now covered. I want to go to the butterfly palace tomorrow. I know the owner. We can get in for free. Do you? Are there any but are they? Oh, I definitely know the owner. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the owner. His name's Bruce Hershend. I didn't know they own the Butterfly Palace. He also owns. He owns half of Branson. But we also get a local discount. Yeah, right. His daddy owns Silver Dollar City. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. Okay, now here's (sighs) one. Oh, it's your segment, isn't it? Here's one for y'all. Okay. Known as the storm of the century. (gasps) I know. The Quad State Tornado. Wait. This is in quotes. The storm of the century. All right. It was a blizzard and a cyclone swept destruction from Cuba to Canada in 1993. It was a week before spring. The storm was responsible for 310 deaths, $6.6 billion in damage, and it shut down the southern part of the U.S. for three days. Oh, my gosh. March 12th, 1993. It was known as the Storm of the Century. Gotcha. I was in high school, so I probably didn't pay much attention to the weather. Yeah. <sighs> you were courting him. Of course you didn't pay attention to the weather. Courting him. Whatever. Yeah. He was chasing me. <laughs> um, like the monarch butterfly. The armistice. <laughs> Day blizzard exploded what? over the Midwest on November 11th, 1940, when cold northern air collided with warm Gulf Coast moisture. Uh, the blizzard created 20 foot snowdrifts and was responsible for 145 deaths, including Ew. 25 duck hunters who were not prepared for the sudden cold. Like, apparently, this one came on, like, boom, all of a sudden. Of course, well, this was 1940, so what they was didn't... this called? What, 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 yeah, what was it? Armist- Armistice? Armistice? How you spell it? What exactly was this? Armistice Day? Ar- it, was, it was a blizzard. It was a blizzard. So why were duck hunters but out they in were, a blizzard? Like, it was 1940, so they didn't have warning. Was it like a cold front oh. that came through or something? Apparently, because it... Was like, 1940, like a, a yeah. blue norther that a dropped the temperature A bunch of duck hunters were not so prepared fast. for it. Corey's dropping names now. That happened in that happened in Springfield a long time ago. Oh yeah, I mean you probably remember, right? Okay, so are you saying I'm old? Yes, I am old. I wasn't that old. <laughs> we've all heard the word snowmageddon. Oh yes, where overused did, actually. Where yes. did snowmageddon come from? Weather Channel. No, no, no. <laughs> Who came up with the word snowmageddon? Do you know? I don't. I've heard this before, but it's. I it's, remember. Wasn't that long ago? This was two thousand ten. It's, it's not something you would think about or think of normally. President What Barack Obama 
Oh, that's right. Popularized the phrase Snowmageddon. Because Washington, D.C. had the Two thing. blizzards in yeah. 2010 struck during the Democratic National Committee's Woo-hoo! winter meeting. The blizzards broke snowfall records in the mid-Atlantic region, and after the second snowform, snowstorm, 68.1% of the U.S. was blanketed by snow. 68% of the U.S. covered in snow. Say it again. Snowstorm. Snow, I don't even know what I said. Snowstorm. Snowstorm. It's getting late. It is. It is getting late. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I do remember that now, now that you, you said know, it. You know, it's become because, a common term. We use it, but yeah. it's a new term. But but I, I remember when he was talking about snow again, they showed Washington, D.C., and there was like tons of snow Two on the ground. Two different blizzards yeah. hit in one year. Right. They get snow. But a not lot. two blizzards. Well, well they, they, get a, they, they get snow. But, they get it pretty good over but there. But a, a big blizzard? I don't know. The coldest temperature ever recorded was what? Coldest uh, temperature. Minus 129 degrees. You got a guess, Corey? Well, you have to tell me where this was recorded. We're so, talking 1983. And obvious, it's oh. in Antarctica. 1983 in Antarctica. Minus. I just guessed. 135. No, that's way too cold. Rando was close. You're close. You're both about halfway. Really? Uh, you're actually, yeah, you're, he was closer. Coldest temperature ever recorded was negative 123. 123. Degrees Celsius. Oh, well, that's oh, different. Well, that doesn't work. Here, okay, I'm going to convert. Keep talking. I start to say it's actually We're nothing. way off. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said it was in Celsius. Um, well, this was at Vostok Station in Antarctica. Yeah, Vostok. I mean, okay. 19, I got closer then. 1983. What, what, 123? 123 degrees Celsius. Negative 123. That's negative 189.4 Fahrenheit. Crazy. Oh, my gosh. I found a video you need to watch, and I, I, I need to Google it. It was the scientists, and they were young scientists. No way. From like 30 years old that lived in the Antarctic at this. Did you show it to me? They lived at wow. that scientific station and everything they had to do every day to live, to survive in that climate. It was at 180 amazing. degrees below. You it. couldn't walk outside. I you would, would instantly be frostbitten. No. I freak out at like 10 below zero. No, I mean, like, seriously, <laughs> if you had any skin showing, you would oh, no, 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 no. Like immediately be. That's like another planet. It, right. There's no way. You, you would almost that, instantly. Freeze. freeze. That, that's like Neptune. You walk. Mean, I mean, because you know I, there was a wind chill in there too. Oh, I've seen people go yeah. outside in negative thirty, and and their lips are so cold they can barely finish their oh, yeah. sentence. You would have to space suit. You'd have to like space suit up to go out. My there. wife complains when it's forty one, like she did. Today. Yeah, I know. I no, can't go to the pool. It was not forty one when I went outside this morning. <laughs> no, not it this morning. Like this negative, afternoon. I agree. 20. I looked at the temperature. <laughs> After we got here tonight to start the podcast, I said, man, it must have been cold this morning. So I looked at our weather station. I looked at 8 a.m. when you take our daughter to the bus. It was 29.5 degrees. That's cool. It's below freezing. It's below freezing, but it wasn't. And, and, and yeah, just to give you a January little. January in the morning. Here's the thing. I'm not bundled up when I take her out. I'm in like leggings and a t-shirt and socks. That's all you wear? Well, I throw on a coat wow. now, but that doesn't help much. Was the wind blowing? I don't even remember. No, I heard there was a dusting. 
I heard. That's what I heard. I didn't see but it. But not, 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 not at the headquarters. We slept through it. But but I, th- I think it dusted at Kirbyville because we had some some I people heard. talking at Kirbyville. No, literally, 745, I looked out. There was nothing. You're too low down. It dismissed you. Uh, dusted above you. I like that. Okay. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Okay. Now, here's where we get into what I want you guys to... The definition... I didn't understand that there was a difference. Okay. The definition of a blizzard and a snowstorm. Yes. Easy. There's there's one factor that makes it. What's the definition? What's the difference between a blizzard and a snowstorm? The one difference. One difference. Wind. Wind. It's a wind. You got to have high wind. I, I'm gonna need Visibility? a number. I'm gonna need a number here, guys. Oh well. I'm gonna need specifics. There's an exact. Officially, oh. I'm not sure. There's but an exact the, difference. No. There's, there's a blizzard, specifications be, that make it a blizzard right, and make it a snowstorm. Like over 40 miles 40 per miles hour, I'm say. but it I'm doesn't have to be snowing. Hour. That's the thing. It doesn't have to be snowing to be a blizzard. It could be 40 mile an hour in cold temperatures. I can point you to the National Weather Service <laughs> definition. Anyway, <laughs> what, are, very what are you looking at? We're all looking at each other no, like... I, okay, on 40 miles an hour, I'm guessing on that one. Okay, 40, here we go. 45, I, that rings a bell for me. Here we go. Does 40, it? 45. The okay. definition of a blizzard is when visibility is reduced to a quarter of a mile and the winds are 35 miles per hour <sighs> or more. 30 or more, okay. All right. The storm also must last at least... Three hours. Yeah, they got to have that three-hour th- three-hour threshold. There's a couple factors, not just one. Well, I know. Mean, you know what? But you, but you asked the difference between a snowstorm and a blizzard. If any of yeah. these specific conditions is not met, it is a snowstorm, not a blizzard. So well, you can have quarter of a mile visibility, but not the winds. Right. You right. can have the winds. And the quarter of a mile of visibility, but it didn't last three hours. But we didn't last three hours. Right. Let's talk about that. I've never been in a blizzard. Yes, we oh, have. I have. No. We were in the blizzard uh, of I have. 2010. There was one in Tulsa, a blizzard warning, but not for us. Oh, we were but in a blizzard. I have been in a blizzard. You anyway, can be in a blizzard unless it's two hours and 59 minutes. That doesn't count. <laughs> unless, but yes. So when they issue a blizzard warning, say they issue a blizzard warning for Oop, Branson. That would stop. That was just a snowstorm. They are <laughs> expecting... Us More to get a blizzard three for hours. three hours. Three hours. Right. Or more. Right. Huh. Yeah. I, I, I Why have is read that. that? Why so is that? So you must have all three Why of those. Why does it need to be that? It's got to be all three because of those blizzard, to be a blizzard. But let me, I'm, okay, let me, let me, no, let me I, ask I, you I, this. I, yeah, I, I Why understand. is that? Because a blizzard, you know, people associate a blizzard with snowfall they and call it a snowstorm. rising right. snow. They think it's snow. So you can have 24 inches of snow and not have a blizzard. But say you got a foot of snow in two hours and forty five minutes and it not be considered a blizzard. Right. Okay, but right. I don't right. quarter of a mile winds and visibility. Well, the winds are gonna blow the snow, which causes the visibility. Okay, so to be it's out. not technically snowing, it's just the wind blowing right. the already fallen snow. Right. So if you're okay. out there on the interstate for two hours, you have a two hour drive mm-hmm. and the winds are forty five miles an hour and that snow is coming down. Why wait for a three-hour mark to call it a blizzard? Well, what they the call point? it blizzard-like conditions. That's what right? they call blizzard-like. They, they, yeah, I wouldn't it's trigger. It, it's like flooding. It you know it, you could have flooding, but it doesn't trigger the the threshold that they would trigger. But you don't measure a blizzard by snow depth, right? We measure it by wind speed and visibility and visibility, right? But why does that have to last for three hours to be called a blizzard? Because I didn't make the rules. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. That's what makes it stronger than a snowstorm, right? Same as you've got, 
you know, a thunderstorm. I would say any, any snowstorm with and the winds greater than 35 miles an hour in my book is called a blizzard because well, you yeah. can't see. Yeah, blizzard like it. Well, but, guess what? You didn't get to write the book. Yeah, but here, but here, let, let me. No I'm going to call. I'm going to call book. Ron Hurst. No one cares call about Mike. your book. Call Mike Griffin. There you you know? <laughs> well, okay, and here's something else I need to dazzle you. If you don't have any snow falling, but you have 40 mile an hour winds and you have visibility, do you know, do you know what that's called? You you have visibility? No, you don't have visibility. You don't. You, Why do you not have visibility? I wasn't well, listening. I mean, Repeat I mean, the question. Okay, if it's not actively snowing, okay. but snows on the ground and the wind is blowing and your visibility gotcha. is reduced, is, is what do you call that? Is it reduced up like to a quarter of a mile? No, blowing snow well, advisory. Yeah. No, it's called a ground blizzard. Ooh. Oh, <coughs> yeah. Oh, I've never heard of that. <laughs> Are you serious? I've never heard of that. Never heard of a ground blizzard. Are you serious? Never heard of a ground. I've never been part oh, of one. Oh, Corey. No. Please Google. I, you know, I think you're crazy. Google is no. our friend. I, I don't want to Google that because I don't want to uh, undermine your weather uh, prowess <laughs> intelligence. I no. think you're just making those terms up. And, you know, no, that's uh, fine. That's fine. No, no, no. Well, let a me ground ma- blizzard. Yeah. If you look at it. Is that, and that's different than an air blizzard? Yes. Uh, ground blizzards, okay, ground blizzard is similar to a snow squall. But an actual typical ground, ground blizzard occurs when Arctic cold front moves through the region, causing temperatures to drop and winds to increase quite rapidly. Yeah, it's, there's a there's a Wikipedia. I'm sure if we lived in a different part of the world, I would have heard of Well, they don't have them here because, yeah. Uh, okay, here it is. This, uh, okay, a ground blizzard refers to a weather condition where loose Snow or ice on the ground is lifted and blown by strong winds. This can occur in the absence of precipitation, absence, and can even occur when the sky is clear. This is in contrast to ordinary blizzards, which are accompanied by heavy falling snow. Eh, question that. Uh, They can be especially dangerous if they occur after a winter storm has passed, when it is assumed that all forms of severe winter weather has ended. That's the tech. Well, it makes sense. That's the definition. Yeah, it because it's like the snow's not falling, but it's there. It has just fallen, or it's there, and all of a sudden, gusty winds come up, and it just causes all this. It's called a ground blizzard. What would cause those gusty winds after a snowstorm? A big old cold front. <laughs> you know, sometimes after a uh, severe weather event or a or a storm, you have a. We did, but just not too long ago, we had that high wind warning that was issued. Remember right. that? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. From a decaying thunderstorm that would cause high oh, wind. Oh, that was weird. That yes. Was awesome. That was cool. I love that. Did it Did it really make it down here? We had a gust, <sighs> didn't remember. we? But yeah, I don't think I it think was. So. I don't think it was 60. No. <laughs> like 60 miles an hour. Hmm. Okay. Oh, I'm Shara. More, I'm more of a spring storm guy. Oh, me too. Me too. How are you doing over there? Hey, oh, I forgot I was here. Oh, wait. Ready to- okay, it's time for Shara's. <laughs> I'm sorry, we just got out. No, this is this is cool though. What you said was the bl- that's really cool that it sparked that. So okay, is that all you got? That you- was my last fact. Oh, it was. So oh, whatevs. Whatevs. <laughs> no, I think that was great because that sparked great conversation. You guys just went off on a tangent. I'm like, whatevs. Well, it's a weather podcast. <laughs> it's my last fun fact, anyway. <laughs> I'm just over here reading Facebook. You're over there playing Wordle. Yeah, I play oh, Wordle. Oh, please too. don't give me that Wordle. I'm like, how far? Would, you oh need my to gosh. play Wordle. I do. I will not play Wordle. It's once a day. No. One. I have my word Come games. Come on now. I don't. 
care. One word per day. You can do one word per day. I can say one word per day. Mm-mm. Yeah. Come on. You need to be in the in crowd. I don't want to be in the in crowd. Take the peer pressure and do Wordle. No. So it's time for the next segment. It's the weather word of the week. Breaking news. Breaking news. Ding, 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 ding. He was leaning into the mic. I feel like he had something else to say. I saw him trying to say that. Okay, ding, 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 ding. Randy just started playing the music I have a 100% wordle rating. I've never lost a game. So do I. What? What? You said wordle rating. Yeah, 100%. I've never lost We've gotten them every day. We've never missed one. You have one wordle a day? You just keep going. One wordle a day. Okay, congratulations. So, Cher, it's time for the. uh, (laughs) The weather word of the day week is wordle. No, it's (laughs) not! No, no, wait. No, it's not. (laughs) It increases your word knowledge. (laughs) Except when they're weird words. That are from the UK and we I don't know we what are, they are. I think we're officially going off the rails now. So, Cher. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, let's get back. So, Cher, what is this week's Stormdar <gasps> Weather Weather Word of the Week? I know this one. Yes, I know. Confluence. Yes. Confluence. So, what does confluence mean? A 2D process in which airstreams move toward each other at some angle. Yeah. So they kind of go into each other. Confluence. Isn't, isn't the confluence used when multiple bodies of water It could meet? be. A river. That's where I yeah. know it. Well, a, 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 good, a good definition of confluence is when you have these... Things that merge or meet. Yeah. It's, it's like when you have these big line... Uh, what Corey and I stay up till 2 o'clock following these big long lines. You got wind coming this way into the front, and you got wind coming that way. And it, they just hit, and they go up, and they keep this line of like, thunderstorms going. I think I've going. been to a confluence of multiple bodies of water where we they We have. Meet. One time... You we call it confluent? We went to St. Louis. <laughs> confluent. <laughs> did, you, did you all confluent? Wait, wait. <laughs> we went to St. Louis. I mean, we have five we children. Had, <laughs> we, had a, uh, we had dinner on a riverboat. Had all kinds oh, of fun. Okay, yeah. Went to the city museum. <laughs> and then I said, Shara, we don't have anywhere to go. Let's take the long way home. Okay. Shara so said, we let's went not. From let's St. Louis. <laughs> and we ended up in Kentucky, Kentucky of all places. Kentucky, good time. Now, we you were in St. Louis. We were in St. Louis. <laughs> and you, you just can't go straight home we with me. Apparently not. Find the scenic route. <laughs> not with me. And we went to Illinois. And we went yeah. to Kentucky. We went through multiple places we that had no Cairo, cell signal. Illinois. Yeah. And in that town is the confluence of the Ohio River and the Mississippi River. Oh. And we went to this park. Remember that? And took our picture. Confluence Park. Well, it was a geocache. You had to take a oh, picture. Of geocache. You had to take a picture of the certain sign that proved you were there. That's true. I remember that now. Can't you just Google image? No, you had to no. take a picture with your. You got to go and a take a picture there. There's a marker, and you have to go take your picture with it to prove that you found that. They geocache. have photoshopped. Hello. No. Oh no. no I know. I mean, you're not geocaching if you don't actually go there. Yeah, that's true. Because you guys are in the geocaching thing. But the Ohio River. This formed in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and goes all the way to Cairo, Illinois, which is you know a few miles. It's a big river. That's so, true. So uh, that was where I heard the word confluence. Yes. Ah, <coughs> confluence. Nice. 
Okay, I have breaking news. I have breaking news. Okay, the it, it's now ten fifty. Oh, puberty. Ten fifty. The GFS and the Canadian are now initializing. So I've got a quick update on that. Uh, the GFS. Are you looking at this too, Corey? I can be. Uh, okay, so. Okay, I'm talking GFS right now. And again, this is Thursday night. This is all going to change. It's saying a line of sleet right along I-44 at noon, Wednesday, February 2nd. Now, if you go to uh, 6 p.m. February 2nd, a lot of that turns to snow, and then it's out of here. Now, what I thought was interesting, the Canadian, or called the CMC, uh, well, I think it's Canadian Meteorological uh, Convergence. I sure don't know. It it's something. Um, it is saying now, let me go back to noon on February 2nd, and it's pushing the cold air way up towards Nevada. So we've got rain, scattered rain, southeast of Nevada. Uh, let's go to 6 p.m., uh, rain still along I-44, liquid rain. And then uh, that's as far as it's gotten so far. So uh, it, I don't know. Let, let, let's hope it It's keeps, something to keep an eye on. Yes, something to watch. That's yes. what we're doing. Uh, yeah, and of course, we're getting all excited because it's Thursday evening and we're doing it. But keep watching our page because I will be all over this. I'm not going to San Diego, so I will be all over this. But I'm really not going to pump stuff until probably starting Sunday. I'll pro- I'll, I'm thinking about doing a live cast. Oh, and you know what else I'm going to do on my live casts? No. I, I talked about it before, uh, and I talked to a couple of uh, my hearing-impaired uh, deaf friends here in town. I'm going to start interpreting i'm going to start signing Ooh. because they keep they keep they do they follow storm dar i've got a few you friends know i've signed up for an official sign language class asl one and two so are you going to stick with it because i well okay i tried with you and then you just dropped me like a hot pepper <laughs> that was still during show season okay and i was busy and you were busy and and i will gladly take your teaching still but my wife is never busy <laughs> no but seriously if you need help or somebody so i will help you if anyone sees Corey sleeping out in the cold tonight okay there you go please don't offer him a warm bed no 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 because they, yeah because he deserves it so <laughs> uh anyway uh what i'm saying is just you know watch our watch our page let's see how this is going to go on let's do a podcast next tuesday it could be afternoon or evening i don't care when Whenever your schedule, I will be here uh, before the onset of this big storm that's coming up. And let's talk about that. Well, we can make it a special winter storm edition or something. And I am not going to name it. So do not ask me to name it. Okay. I'm sure it's already been named by now. I'm I'm sure it is, too. If you want to see the name of it, go to the Weather Channel and do not tell me what the name is. So, All right. Good podcast. Corey, you got anything else to add? I do not. Shara, are you got anything else? You're good? Okay. Well, I think it's 
really about time to wrap this thing up. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Podcast.